Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to the Autocar Podcast, my week in cars, with me, Matt Pryor, and Steve Cropley. That's him. Hello, Stephen. Hello, mate. How are you going? Very well, thanks, mate. You can write to us, autocar at haymarket.com. Paul Mason has done that. Paul, thank you for your note. I've cut it down ever so slightly. Paul has a bay window camper van, Volkswagen camper van. Oh, yeah. And he was driving it around Cornwall the other week uh, when it broke down. He got out and looked at the engine compartment to find that the pulley which now on the back of an old four-cylinder beetle engine there's a pulley on the back isn't there which there drives is, the fan and visible, stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, the pulley laying in in the tinware which is uh, there's uh, yes yeah, so there's some sort of shrouds around the engine to keep the engine cool uh, and shims scattered around a very poorly looking belt next to the thing so which is not good use in a Volkswagen camper so Paul called the AA and 30 minutes later, do you remember the old adverts? He's a nice man. Oh, he's a very, very nice man. Do you yeah. remember those? Yeah. yeah, I do. Anyway, 30 minutes later, says Paul, a very nice man turned up. After hunting around, uh, we couldn't find the pulley nut and he didn't have a compatible one uh, on the van. He said that he, the relay van would be a long wait as there were only two operating in the entirety of Cornwall. Sure. Uh, and he didn't want to be, you know, he didn't want to be towed in the van. So anyway, he said he'd call a colleague. So after about an hour, another very, very nice man turned up stuck his head in the engine bay, and with his thread gauge and vernier caliper, came up with M12 by 1.5, which is the thread depth, I think. Yeah. Then went back to his van, came back with some various bits and bobs from which he produced a wheel nut. Tried the wheel nut on the thread, said, bingo, I'll be back in a bit. Went away, 15 minutes later, came back with a lovely machined nut and some odd fan belts that he had in his workshop. 10 minutes later, we were back on our way to Falmouth. Wow. That's pretty good service, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I know we talk about, and people say, you know, the AA, they are mechanics, they are good mechanics, and they carry things like, I know from our experience, we had a, a three-cylinder Volkswagen engine, that 1.2 petrol. Yeah, I remember. They carry um, 
injectors for those in the vans because they're such a common thing but to actually go that's all right i'll just nip back to my workshop and machine you a thread out of a wheel nut. some belts belts and a wheel nut yeah. wow what that's a great service isn't it also the t- the time taken extraordinary mm. yeah. was was this this was just one of the aa man's local mates was it i think he was another aa local another another local bloke another aa bloke what who a came fantastic yeah. piece that's of work god that that's is uh, that's enough to make you join up, isn't it? Well, isn't it? Yeah. I'm with the other lot, but uh, but I could imagine <laughs> the thinking. other lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, you know, how you get barrelled in the in the, in the local um, oh, service area on the way into the supermarket. Are you with us? Sir? Are you know, are you with us? Yeah. I always find myself saying, "Sorry, mate, I'm with the other <laughs> lot." I'm with the other lot. <laughs> um, you spent a lot of time at uh, well around old cars recently, Steve. You spent time at the British Motor Museum and Bista Heritage recently. Uh, where you say in your recent column you stumbled across quite a nice-looking Capri, Ford Capri recently. I did. This I week, did. in fact. Well, the thing is, we, you know, we've been talking, hadn't we, about, um, uh, you know, somebody wrote to us saying, which 40-year-old um, classic would you blokes use to swerve the ULEs? Oh, yeah, the Remember newly that? expanded London low emissions, ultra yeah. low emissions. So, yeah. And we did the pod talking about that last week, I think. We did. Yeah, we did. And I couldn't remember, I couldn't find, don't know where it is, mate, the email said, the email saying that. I, yeah. So, so listener, very sorry that I didn't Yeah, but if, 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 if it was you, yeah, you right, again. Yeah. Do, do tell us who you were, because we'd like to, <laughs> yeah. we'd like to give you a pat on the back. Yeah. It was a good question, that. It's a great question, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, and I think it'll turn into a feature as well. Yeah. But, and then, you know, kind of two hours later, I was, blundering around a, the BMM forecourt where they have this thing called the Gaiden Gathering. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, there was this beautiful white Capri V6. And I thought, that's it. You know, I I, I was a, I took a bit of a flyer when we were talking last week. Yeah. But because I, I saw did this spring car. the question on you a bit, didn't I, I'm afraid. I just yeah, yeah, well, I didn't give you much time to think about it. Yeah, well, you know, it, well, it usually doesn't improve things having much time to think about <laughs> But anyway, um, um, I saw this car and I thought, yep, in this case, I, I really think I was right. I mm. would, that would be a car that would suit me. It's, you know, and I think you could keep it going. And you, you know, they're pretty bulletproof. I remember them very fondly. I, I didn't really know the Cologne V6, a three liter, but I knew the 2.8i a little later. Yeah, that was a better engine anyway, wasn't it? The 2.8. Is that yeah, right? smoother, I think, and yeah. injected, and mm. so just a bit further up the evolutionary scale. But I, mm. a lot of people would argue for the for the. Um, Original SXV6 okay. because you know it was a meaty thing. Mm. Good cars. Yeah, I've thought about this a bit more since. Yeah, you said well, MGB, didn't you? I did. Yeah, and I, I mean, I and I still, well, I still sort of fancy one anyway. But I, the four daily ULES swerving drives into the office or into you know whatever. I'm thinking, well, uh, about one of the sort of early '80s Saab 900. Oh, maybe or. Volvo, some Volvo wagon, something like that, because they're made car. of they made of metalwork that is thick enough that yeah. it will survive the winter yeah. easily enough. But but good fun, aren't they? They yeah. steer well and all that. I was part of a, a, well, I owned part of a business that, that bought and sold some cars, you know, for a magazine and uh, many a year ago. And we bought a Saab Turbo. Mm. It was a great car, but the thing that we we were supposed to know about the car. Um, industry motor uh, trade, sorry, mm. but we found that we'd we'd looked at it was quite a leggy car. This thing it said sort of eighty five thousand, 
And then we looked very, very closely at the tumblers on the on the odometer, and we found that somebody had put a piece of tape over the one. No. It actually, <laughs> so it was actually 185,000 miles. Perfectly legal, mate. Not clocked. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but it was, just it, it was going done. okay. It yeah. went, it, and I don't think we had any trouble with it. That's pretty cool. It was, you know, it was, was a bit rattly, but... Yeah. but uh, I think we passed it. I can't remember how we sold it, but I think we told the next uh, I suppose you have to it. at some point. Yeah. I mean, a well-engineered and well-maintained car will keep going, I, I don't want to say indefinitely, but if you know, you could keep them going if you want to, can't you? Well, That's yeah, the there you, you are with your 225... Yeah, 225,000-mile Land Rover Defender that yeah. I have. Yeah. I used to think 100 was a really scary number, but it doesn't mm. seem to phase people at all these days. No, no. I mean, my, my lad's uh, Master 2's got 160, I think, on it now or something like yeah. that. And um, my daughter's got an Audi A3, which is pushing on to 100, I think. And we just keep it going. Yeah. But they you know, people say, oh, I'm starting to worry that things will break. Should I get another one? Well, you will definitely spend money on another one if yeah. you buy another one. And you might spend a bit of money keeping the one you've got. So it just depends if you can live with a potential inconvenience. Yeah. The, and also how much you want a new car. Yeah, that's, that's, thing, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. different colour and all that. Yeah. I think it is about, it's about the got to have one thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. very interesting. Uh, at the British Motor Museum, BMM, uh, Mackinac, we're up there with a... Yeah, there's an excellent bloke called Michael Arney, who's the, who's the, the guy that um, formed the business 25 years ago. He... Mm-hmm. I knew nothing about them. Most of us knew nothing about them. It's a London-based consultancy, like a kind of mini Pininfarina. Right. And they just, they seem to me to specialise in excellence. So there are a bunch of people, there's only a dozen of them. Right. But when BMW is about to launch a new car or, you know, they just want a fresh set of eyes Mm. or fresh view... They'll either show them the work that they've done and get them to criticise it, mm. or they'll say, "What would you do?" You know, and, and you know, so they find themselves doing full-size cars and so on. Mm. Not uh, usually, it seems to be the concept stages that they're that they're best at. But anyway, this business is twenty-five years old, and to commemorate the the, the twenty-five years, Michael Arney just sort of came out of hiding for a for a brief moment, produced that that car called the TR twenty-five. Which is a concept car that looks like the Triumph TR2, yeah, the Jebeki Highway job, yeah, speed, uh, top speed, that's it. run model that ran in the fifties. Yeah, it's it's a sort of continue. It's a it's what that car we reckon that car would be like if if you designed it if, today. If it was done today, and it, I mean it's a lovely thing, and it's stand they're standing side by side in the museum foyer at the moment, or mm-hmm. not the foyer, right? You know, in the middle of the main. Collection of cars, and it just looks absolutely great. Mm. Anyway, he's such an interesting guy, and he, you know, the, the the two things that were fascinating were the fact that he was allowed to use the Triumph name for this car mm-hmm. by BMW, who own it, and normally that would cause all kinds of alarm bells. But because we came to the conclusion that the fact that BMW was prepared to let him use it meant that they didn't have any particular plans ah, for, I see. Yeah. for for Triumph in the future, but. Mm. He wonders, I you know, no more than that, that whether the excellent reception that he's had for this car mm. 
won't just sort of um, make them think, gosh, you know. <laughs> and actually, somebody that was hanging around with this little group called the, who are members of the BMM, you pay, a, you know, quite a solid uh, price to, to be taken into the inner sanctum. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said, wouldn't this stuff, wouldn't this be, work well under a mini or over a mini? And, and, oh. and uh, we all found ourselves agreeing. As in a mini platform with yeah, that mini, body, yeah, mini on, platform on and mechanical bits. Yeah, you know, given that there's now e motor and it's all pretty configurable because you can bung the battery where you like. Oh, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it, it it sounded good. I mean, Michael was very careful not to say yes, no, or anything. You know, because yeah. the one thing about him is that he's had a business for twenty five years based yeah. on discretion in the motor industry <laughs> that none of us know anything about. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, he's not going to sort of say, "Wacko, what a great idea!" But, <laughs> but um, it seemed, uh, you know, it, it was certainly interesting. For that's mm. the sort of stuff you do at these little meetings we have, and it and it's um, ah, oh, it was another, you know, just an, another joyful evening. I, I I love that stuff where yeah. you just shoot the breeze. Yeah, I did think, and it doesn't seem to have happened much that the advent of the easily configurable skateboard architecture underneath EVs would allow more uh, sort of coach building. Iterations, I suppose, if you yeah, like, iterations. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't seem to have been a huge amount of evidence of it so far. But no. I, did, I did... There was talk, wasn't there, that somebody was going to... Yeah, I think through history there have been body... People have often thought about having iterations, haven't they? I mean, Simon Saunders, in his previous life, you built a... Some some iterations of the same car on a on a, on, a, on a chassis that he yeah. that he built many a year ago. But I think the the way of accounting for that not happening at the moment is mm. is that they're just preoccupied. You know, it's it's a matter of filling all the just getting all the engineering done so that beyond twenty thirty we reach a state of stability, and then then the iterations can yeah. probably start. Yeah, be quite cool. Though. I think if you if you're oh, the person idea. who could offer. There you go. Here is for small, low volume car makers. You can here is our offering. Yeah, Volkswagen did a a beach buggy, didn't they? Off of the one of its platform ID, yeah. but ID. Well, oh, I can't remember what they called it. Three was it? Yeah, but I, I forget what they called the little oh, the, the actual beach park buggy model. But anyway, maybe it was ID buggy. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's sort of thing you could do off of. That's right. It a was platform. an ID buggy. Yeah, exactly quite a cool thing to do. But I mean, the the idea of it is fantastic, and it's, mm. it must surely be coming. Yeah, be nice to think so. Isn't it? Yeah, and I love that idea. I love the idea that you could. There you go. There is a very standard set of architecture, and because the the batteries are always in the same place, and you can put motors where you like, you can design the body how you like. Yeah. The crash structures in the the hard stuff is done. Just yeah. design the car you want. Design oh, the works. interior and the exterior. Yeah. Well, Williams advanced. Do you remember? Built a, a skateboard that they were subsequently going to offer to people. Oh, okay. And you know, if you can do that, it must be. Flexible, mustn't it? Mm. Just must be. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me about Peter Horbury, Steve. Oh well, uh, there was a there was a commemoration of his life in Warwick, near Warwick University, just a few days ago, beginning of the week. Mm. And what was fantastic about it was that the great and good came in huge numbers, and everybody that you know, there were all these people, sort of, sort of who were famous to you and me car designers all standing around chatting to one another and a few, you know, grubby hacks like me, Hilton Holloway and and, and uh, Richard Bremner. Mm-hmm. 
But it was great to see justice done. And the, and the thing is, uh, his family, several of whom spoke brilliantly, eloquently, really, they made the point constantly that uh, that what Peter liked most in his life was a joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everybody had a Horbury story and it was it turned into a little bit of a sort of warm event. Mm-hmm. The, the best thing was, was a, a, a letter read out by Ben Payne that who's now doing what was Peter Horbury's job mm-hmm. at Lotus, um, which was written by Eric Lee, who's Lee Shufu, the, 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 okay. the founder of Geely, and the, the sort of, uh, the, the, the kind of warmth of the guy and the, you know, the, the extent of his gratitude was, uh, was really something to see. It was, it was a really lovely thing. I'm glad I went. Uh, right, Steve and I are going to take a short break and we'll be back with more My Week in Cars just after this. What car would you buy if you could buy any car? What car would you buy if you knew you could save thousands? What car would you buy if you could compare the latest offers from approved dealers? What car would you buy if you could do all of this in one place in just a few simple clicks? And where would you go to buy that car? What car? Car buying made easy. Visit whatcar.com to buy your next new car. Welcome back to My Week in Cars, the Autocar podcast with Matt Pryor and Steve Cropley. Steve, I've got a letter from Colin Chalmers, mostly to you, a little bit for me. Uh, I'd be interested in your memories as a contemporary of Fast Lane magazine. Yeah, but well, Fast Lane to. To us, I was the editor of Car at the time. Fast Lane, Car was having a very happy time. Yeah, you know, huge circulation, and and uh, and people kept on discovering it, and we were, you know, we couldn't do anything wrong. And and uh, Fast Lane was launched against us. Was that so? Mid, mid to 80s, me, mid 80s, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. So to me, it was the filthy opposition, <laughs> and they, you know, I used to see. We used to think that um, that much of what we did that was good would appear in Fast Lane in a month or two. Mm. So I don't really have the fond memories that uh, <laughs> that our correspondent that Colin does. does. <laughs> okay, Colin. Well, um, I don't, I don't much either because I I'm slightly I'm slightly, yeah, I'm slightly too young to have read it at the time. My the first mag I started reading routinely was as well as auto car was performance car that was and, ah, and right. car so yes car performance car and auto car were the were they that, that was the days into, of the Clarkson columns yeah pretty much and I think it was probably a, a Clarkson on the cover yeah Clarkson, Cobra versus Griffith Clarkson decides and I, I piqued my interest I was like oh I didn't know and he had a great column at the back fantastic writer yeah absolutely writer. brilliant I, I just remember you, I found those breathtaking even though we were trying to you know, do everything to 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 bring him undone. He mm. was he was just streets ahead of everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Um, having said which, the one good thing about Fastlane was that it it was edited by Peter Dron, who mm. was a very good writer and a yeah. bloke with a, a, a sort of nice rebellious character. He, I mean, he's rebellious to this day. He mm. lives in France, and I'm not sure. I think he's retired, but he he wrote about. Uh, he, I think he did a book on Morgan quite. Well, say recently, that's right. More than three weeks, yeah, not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's—I remember him as a good bloke, mm. and and he used to keep my nose to the grindstone because I always used to think that the 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 way of prevailing against people like that was just to get up earlier. Mm. 
uh, and and uh, so we did. But, but we, you know, we had car continued to have a pretty good time against Fastlane. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. but um, they did a pretty decent job. Pretty decent job. But yeah. I'm not going to say it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, thanks for your note, Colin. Um, Steve, you were driving on the Foss Way earlier this week oh, with some frustration. Well, it's just, you know, you will look, mate, you'll know, you know, you're a proper wheelman. You'll know more about this than I will. But but the but the I was following this bloke in a Polestar 2. I really mm. like the Polestar 2 but the, yeah, and too. I like the Foss Way. Mm. And when you put the two together, you can do this thing that I was always taught to do in as a youth, which is to is to make the most of of. The mass of the car, you know, the, the momentum that you have. So, this is you, from your trucking days, is it? Yeah, yeah, steam down the hills in yeah. order to go back up. And it, yeah, I, I had a few year and a half something driving quite heavy vehicles in the north of Australia. And, mm. and the thing they would always say, well, it was really about the only thing I was taught, apart from, you know, here's the keys, <laughs> um, were, uh, was to drive the load, they used to say. So, mm. use the you know, you've got all this mass on the back. Just use it to bolt downhill so you get halfway up the other side without any real effort. And yeah. the bloke I was following was intimidated by the by the gathering of speed down a slope. Right. You know, even the trivial, you know, from 60 to 70 or something like that. Mm. So you get on the brakes. We'd, go, we'd all get to the bottom of the... There was a train, inevitably, a lot of us. Mm. We'd all get to the bottom of the hill doing not enough speed. And then every car in this queue would have to kind of pull uphill yeah. and it and it was just a shocking waste of energy, <laughs> waste of energy. it is isn't it yeah yeah, it yeah watch me yeah you can do better so i became frustrated <laughs> and, and and it was it's just a, you know i should have shut up about it really yeah uh on the subject of polestar i can segue briefly into a bit about from my column polestar is outsold in europe by cupra apparently oh. which also outsells alfa romeo and uh Cupra is basically Sayap is going to become Cupra yeah. because it's become a Sayap was always the the sportier sub brand of the Volkswagen Group, wasn't it? It was going to be the Volkswagen Group's answer to Alfa Romeo. Yeah, and then it kind of wasn't, so they introduced Cupra as a performance variant. Yeah, and I think probably our editor Mark Tishall spoke to somebody from Sayap at the Munich Motor Show last week, and they said, "Yeah, well, I think Cupra is just going to become the brand." Yeah. And Sayat will be reserved for maybe e-scooters and mobility solutions, maybe a small car, but effectively... You slightly wonder why they even bother with that, don't you? Well, what, with, with the, with the with keeping any, it for that. I mean, if Sayat is not deemed to be right for most people, why yeah. why inflict it on anybody? I mean, well, a, yeah, maybe, a, yeah. a little Cupra e-scooter sounds good. Yeah, it does sound... Well, it sounds more exciting than a Sayat one, But I, I take guess. your point. I read your column mm. uh, um, and... Uh, you know, you you were kind of saying it's it's a little bit as broad as it's longer. It is. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't I don't know what Seat means to the Spanish, but one market like Spain isn't enough to keep a car brand going anyway, is it? So no. it's got a. What does it mean to the rest of us throughout Europe? Yeah. I mean, Seat or Cooper, what is it? What difference does it make? I mean, yeah. if the if the Formentor, which I like a lot, cool car. Good car, but it's you know sporty. Well, I mean, you know, you can get a fast one, but it's also and it looks it's got a long bonnet and everything else. But it's basically a five door crossover for the family that you can have for three hundred quid a month on a PCP yeah, with a one point five petrol and a 
automatic gearbox. It's I love that line where you said, a, you know, you were speculating on the on the somebody driving around saying it's not quite Alhambra enough. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, what's exactly what what what, what I, don't, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. It's it's it feels like I don't know somebody saying in the early 2000s we're not MG Rover we're not going to bother with the Rover bit. We're just going to sell MGs. Well, okay, but what different what I don't know, does that make a difference? To anybody apart from those in and around the greater Longbridge yeah, area? You know, well, yeah. The, is the, that a, is that it makes thing? the people doing it feel better, doesn't it? But that's the, what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. It but makes it, the but people... the customer isn't going oh, to... I'm not sure it makes much of And also, is it a slight admission that basically you have failed with SEAT? Yeah. Because it's clearly not been the, the brand that they wanted it to be if you yeah. then just ditch it for another sub brand I got drafted no, in you know, years ago empty. I got drafted into by to a v, VW group have a big powwow for the for the bosses mm. once a year and on their test track yeah they put up tents and everybody comes from all points of the compass and they get a hack in to come and tell them oh. what life is like from Hackdom yeah it Hackdom and I in my naivety stood up there and you know gave it whatever I could think of but one of the things I said is the trouble is say it isn't nobody cares a damn about say it and mm. by the way it doesn't seem very well led either and not real not sort of fully realizing <laughs> that the boss of say it recently appointed would, would was sitting there. in these bloody bleachers looking at me so that I got sort of bunged in a taxi and sent back to the airport in but, short order well yeah but who we are mate they you know they're ditching the brand however <laughs> many years later so you were right at the time and <laughs> well, you stayed right for yeah uh, fifteen for a long years period. ago yeah. yeah but I don't know it just struck me that. I, it seems to be an important thing for more for those who work on it than it does necessarily for I the think customer. That's, that's because the, the central point. Yeah, because the designer of the latest Cupra concept, which is called the Dark Rebel, which looks all right, you know, quite. He and the the designer of it said, "Well, we could go at it without having to worry about the brand's DNA because it doesn't have one, and without any of the heritage and history hanging over it." But well, I mean, if you designed it exactly as it was, but put a SEAT badge, would anybody really be bashing down the doors at Martorell going, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, mate, it's just not enough in the brand's DNA. <laughs> no, There's no. not. And I, I know that in southern European countries, they keep cars on the road for longer, so there are more SEATs yeah. around. But, but also, really... haven't we had this, on this very podcast, we've had a discussion about the importance of heritage quite a few, mm. well, several times now. Yeah. And people who haven't got it seem to want it. They but, do. And here's somebody yeah. who's got a bit of it, not... Not that he finds to be surplus to requirements. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a strange one. Isn't it? It's a strange one. It is a strange one. Yeah. Um, Caffeine and Machine, our friends who run the pub, I suppose, coffee yeah. shop, yeah, B and B, whatever it is, yeah. place to take your car. Um, we've spoken to them a few times recently, haven't we? About new. They were award ventures. winners. Remember last year? They, they were. They, uh, innovation. We gave award a, a gong for like yeah, Some, yeah. They've opened a new. Uh, a new facility, a yeah. new oh, a new caffeine machine, the bowl. You've been, haven't you? Did yeah. You? Yes, you went. Yeah, yeah. yeah I way. went the other day just uh, to see whether we should link up a bit. Maybe we could have some sort of uh, you know autocar readers' day there or something. Mm. They, you know, they're all for it, and, cool. and they have themed events the whole time. Yeah. The new place is slightly different in that the uh, it, it, I mean it's very similar, but it's got. Um, They've just learned a bit from the previous one. The layout, I would say, was a bit bigger, a bit better, sorry. Mm -hmm. They're not doing accommodation because I don't think accommodation is what people primarily go there for anyway. 
But the you know the experience will be the same. They've drafted in all these nice people from the locality to to marshal the cars and so on. So it, it, it's it's the same culture. Mm. Um, but as you you know um, you know, I think uh, they're they're onto something good. But yeah. you were you were talking about two others well, you'd heard about. Well, they, because they were thinking about one in the north, weren't they? Which they had had planning permission refused on making it a caffeine machine location so they just they've just opened it as a pub and uh they were talking about one in the south uh further down south which i don't know what the latest is but then yeah the the bowl which is in houghton reach is that right yeah immediately just just over the fence from millbrook yeah is is yes sort of sprung up on me it's just yeah surprised but yeah my um the thing i found was that if you use a postcode you finish up no, in the middle of nowhere. Ah, yeah, because I had a, I had a, when I only knew the postcode, I had a little Google map search based on the postcode, and I thought, I can't find this place. No, you I need what three words. Gotcha. I, w- w- our event organiser, mm. Lydia. Hello, Lydia. But, um, <laughs> we met there because, yeah. you know, she was looking, meeting the guys as well, the, the two proprietors, Phil and Dan. Mm. And um, we eventually got there using what three words, gotcha. which is... The answer to everything to me. Yeah, it's a cool thing, isn't it? Yeah. I forget where we were doing the other day. Oh, it was the if you leave if you lose your car in the Goodwood car park. Oh, that is that is the answer. In fact, the answer. there we were, but me and the steering committee on Sunday afternoon looking for our car, starting you know, it's raining merrily. She's losing the will to live as <laughs> she tends to when things go wrong. And um and uh we were saying to one another, you know, stumbling along and saying, why didn't we use one three words? <laughs> uh, tell me about the Porsche Taycan advert you spotted. Yeah, it's just something in the Sunday Times last mm. weekend. It said, I photographed it, bunged it in the magazine. That, um, it's, it says, oh God, I've forgotten the actual, um, oh, I've got, it says something like. Hang on, I've got it in front of me. Uh, oh no, I haven't got it in front of me. But well, I've got your column in front of me. I think it says something like, um, you know, why have an ordinary weekend when you can have an electric time or something like that. Mm. And it's it's a full-page ad. There's a picture of a Taycan. And it just crossed my... It, two things. We, we, I was talking to, you know, herself about it. And mm. we, we said, isn't it nice that to see a car ad with a bit of wit in it? Because it is mm. nicely produced. Okay. But I suddenly found myself thinking, gosh, they, Porsche normally, uh, you know, hug themselves and, you know, tell you how wonderful it is not never to have to advertise anything. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they are advertising something. So I looked in um, uh, Autotrader yeah. and I found 15, I think, in dealerships around the country, 15 cars that could be, that were in stock and could be delivered straight away to anybody with the money. And in a new slash delivery mileage slash yeah yeah recent. yeah new cars and oh. and that hasn't been the case up to no. now mm. particularly with right-handers because you have to wait for the batch and all that yeah and also quite a few low milers you know four thousand three thousand yeah and and I just thought life in the EV land is changing yeah it's not straightforward is it no I mean there was a, I I also wonder if production is easing slightly with a semiconductor. Uh, that's resolving point, itself yeah. maybe and maybe it's um yeah maybe advertising is but they always they've as, as they've always um quite enjoyed mm, being being exclusive that. haven't they yeah. and, and to to 
I mean, obviously, there's spec and colour and, you know, quite a lot of models. And it's likely that one of these 15 wouldn't be the precisely the one that you were looking for if you were looking for one. Mm. But it's interesting to know that there are, you know, I, I reckon if, if somebody said, you've got to have one of these 15, mate, I think I could probably... Oh, you'd you know. probably find one that's suited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to... The reason I mentioned... Uh, well, one of the reasons I mentioned caffeine and machine in my, in my column, we touched on this the other week. I like having places to go oh, in cars rather yeah. than I am much more likely to go to go somewhere than I am just to go on a circular route and return home. And I don't know why that is. No, but it, 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 I think it does work for a lot of people. Mm. Do you do you go with others, or do, would you go mm. on your own? Or usually on my own, I will meet some. I will meet somebody somewhere, but I don't like travelling in convoy very much. Oh no no no! I mean, but would you would would you take the? Oh, would I take? Or, would I, yeah. Oh, uh, Sam or something? Or? I tend not to. I tend not to. I tend not to just because, you know. I suppose in our racket, are, my family are all over the place, so oh, I don't. True. I yeah. tend not to be in the same place as them. But also in our racket, you you tend to be you know go on with this ridiculous stuff about you know how it took the last bump, don't you? It, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and whether the steering feels good and yeah. people. Who are trying to listen to you know Banana Rama or something on yeah. the hi fi? Yeah. yeah, it tends yeah it tends not to be yes. No, but there are very few people in my personal life who share my yeah my my you know that sort of slightly geeky nerdy minutiae yeah. of cars. My son does a bit actually. He said the other day because we know we've got that BMW R eighteen motorcycle at yeah. work. He said we should go away on that for a weekend. And then wow. as we saw it, I realised it only has one seat. But I think. Yeah, that, the, I was going to say, the, if if there is a seat, I think there might be a little pillion seat, but he's going to need to have a very pert bum. Well, we'd need to be, he'd need, yeah, he'd need to be pretty brave to want to do. Has he got a miles. bike license? You could no, always. No, I think he'd like one. I think he'd like one. Yeah, he's. I and I, yeah, I'd like him to. But it one. would be. I think a tour on that would be good. Be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. He suggested down to. Dartmoor, where you can wild camp again now, can't you? I think. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of stuff to carry on at BMW R18. But yeah. Still, yeah. One of mine, uh, the older one's just been uh, to the Alps and back camping all mm. the way yeah. on his Yamaha. Yeah. He swears by it. I mean, he came back tired. Mm. It's pretty, you know, you don't get enough sleep and all that. But, no. but it worked. Yeah. Well, I liked this the idea of this phase of my life opening out where my lad says, let's go away on uh, a motorbike or a car for a weekend. Can't be beaten. Brilliant. Honestly, it's a, for. for if we just for, as a way of spending time with your adult son or daughter, mm. some sort of car trip, you know, or motorcycle trip is, is unbeatable. Yeah, yeah. There's no other. There's no better way. Really, yeah. isn't. I don't well, think. I look forward to. It. We're going to try and. I'll try and get one in before the weather turns, or maybe. We should just take a look and see. I think the main, the 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 main rider seat is much bigger than the pillion arrangements, but mm. it depends how how he's. Well, he's pretty thin. You know, twenty-year-olds are like they're all stick thin. He might, yeah. he might cope. He's pretty flexible. Yeah, um, good cool. idea. Yeah. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of oh, episode fifty-four, fifty-four of well, my weekend yeah. cars. Um, Steve and I will be back this time next week. In the meantime, you can find Autocar over at autocar.co.uk, where you can find links to uh, subscribe digitally, which can include the archive, which is fantastic. Uh, you can find the magazine in the shops as it has been weekly since 1895 there is an autocar electric podcast issue out but no more than the one we you and i steve we recorded up in north uh, yorkshire right, yes, but yes. there will be more coming i've got to find time to record some then we'll do that uh, and i believe it is very helpful if you would 
like, subscribe, rate, review, um, subscribe to this podcast. I believe that goes down very well with the algorithms. Does it? Yeah, so I'm told. Oh, right. Oh, well, so, please yeah. do. One so, well, yeah, we like do doing that. this, everybody. So, um, yeah, so keep know, at if you, it. If you keep can speed it. us on our way, that'd be really helpful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in the meantime, thank you, Steve. Cheers, mate. Yeah. See you next week. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.